Hi, everyone. I'm Shelby. And I'm Amanda. And we're Overwhelmingly Average. We're a show where the two of us sit down and discuss the hard-hitting topics of today. Including what Netflix show is the most bingeable right now. So sit back. Relax. And join us in for some some fun fun conversation. conversation. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Okay, let's try that again. Hi, everyone. Hello. How has your week been going? It's been good. I actually only had to work three days this week. That's nice. This was really nice. It felt like, you know, as much as I love my job, sometimes you just need those weeks where you just need an extra day off. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice because this week I just basically... Relaxed. At That's home. Really I, nice. I ran a couple errands, but mostly my days off consisted. Well, my days off, like my my Wednesday. I usually have Wednesdays off, and I had Friday off this week as well, in addition to the weekend. So I was spoiled this week. But Wednesday and Friday, um, I just used it as just a relaxation day. That's nice. So I mean, I watched Finn. Finn came over on Wednesday and Friday, and that was so much fun. And I, Amanda and I always talk about how it's so nice when one of our dogs or when our when the dogs are together yeah. because they like they just conk out because they play so hard yeah like currently we're recording and they've been playing hard all day mm-hmm. and sam is out he didn't like a even light. park up when she just said his nope name. and finn probably is on your papa son chair yeah in the other room because he's like i need my time alone that's where he lives is but, in the papa son chair yeah so yeah what about you how's your week been um it's been good it's been really busy we have progress of progress reports coming up so just cranking those out and getting Mm. ready for conferences and that's kind of just november and december are just such a whirlwind because we have conferences and then um thanksgiving break Mm -hmm. and then winter break and then it's it's a new year yeah Yeah. and you're like oh my gosh so Mm -hmm. it's just kind of it's also crazy that we're like i feel like you just started school i know so that's insane um but also, yeah, I was thinking about this when you were talking about you've been working on report cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I rudely interrupted Amanda at work yesterday because I was like, I told her. So John, as you know, John Christ, we went and saw him two weeks ago mm-hmm. and it was so fun. It was awesome. We had, we ended up, I don't know if you saw it on our Instagram, but we ended up being a part of his like t-shirt contest with like one. He had a dry t-shirt contest. Yeah. So Um, it was like whoever came up with like the funniest, like most catchy. Um, And for those of you who don't know who John Christ is, he is a Christian comedian that just kind of like pokes fun at like cliches in Christian culture mm -hmm. and like, like just kind of encourages people to like, like not take themselves as seriously, yeah, like in a good way. Definitely. And he, he's just, you know, when you find a, a comedian that just like connects with your humor, like uh, that yeah. is my exact humor. And like, and so, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. So like Amanda and I like obviously like adore him and yeah. we watch videos. We, and I don't usually think comedians are funny. Like, yeah, I don't think stand up comedians are funny at all. Mm-hmm. Like the only one I kind of enjoy is Aziz Ansari. And oh. I do really like Aziz Ansari, but like, I don't, like, sit and, like, laugh out loud at his yeah. stand-up. I'm like, oh, like, that's clever that well, you think, said that. But I think John Christ is also super <clears throat> relatable because yeah. a lot of the things he says, you're like, yes, mm-hmm. 100% yes. Um, so, anyways, we won his t-shirt contest, um, and so that meant we got to meet him after the show. And yeah. Amanda and I were, like, literally peeing our pants I was because bes- we were well, so not excited. Literally, but- not literally. I guess <laughs> I see, this. I overly used the word literally, and in this 
Like, we did not literally, we I figuratively peed our Figuratively pants. peed my pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so- beside myself. <laughs> um, so we got to meet him and um, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Um, I did, we did like make him laugh. Mm-hmm. Like multiple times. Multiple times. And he wasn't just like a pity laugh. Like he actually thought we were funny. Yeah. So basically Amanda and I think we're friends with him now. So. I'd like to be more. That's kind of. John we're. Chris, if you're ever listening to this, hit me up. Yeah. We, DM I really, I, every time I see his stories, like Amanda and Amanda made this joke earlier and she goes, oh, John. Like, <laughs> like he's our bud. That's so Like, funny. oh, Amanda. Like, it just, but anyways, we're talking about John Grist a lot, but this is how much we That's love fine. him. That's fine. So. I, I, so if you, like, I feel like non-Christians would probably also find, like, John Chris funny yes. because he, like, makes fun of the, the dumb things that, like, Christians do. Yes. And, um. Anyways, but he is, like, he's so funny, and you should definitely look him up on Instagram, mm-hmm. or he has a lot of, like, viral YouTube videos yeah. that he posts that are really funny, so. And also, going back to what Amanda said about she doesn't like stand-up comedians, okay, Amanda's a tough cookie when it comes to comedians. Yeah. And so it's, like, really hard to kind because of... Because I think sketch comedy is funny. Like, I think yeah. the SNL is way funnier than watching someone stand up on a stage and, like, try to tell jokes and be funny. Yeah. But so for Amanda to like, like be like laughing the entire time at his show, like I, would, I feel like that says a lot about oh, him. Oh, and I like cried a couple of times. Yeah. I was laughing so. It was so good. Like I don't. Remember, there was one joke that he told, and I was just like dead. Yeah, it was. Anyways, well, all of them I was dead. You but. should seriously go check it out. But my whole point of telling yeah, you all got, of this, we were like fangirled hard for yeah, like three so minutes just there. He Amanda texted me on like Thursday and told me John Christ has an announcement coming out tomorrow. Because so he posted it was Friday. On Instagram. He posted on Instagram, he didn't, like, and I didn't. Me. I had not. I hadn't seen it. Um, and so then on Friday, like she was at work, I was off work, so I was obviously heavily scrolling Instagram because I was just chilling at home. And John Christ announced that he was going on a spring tour Mm -hmm. and going to 34 new cities. Well, he happens to be going to Vancouver, BC, which is only about 45 minutes from here. Yeah. So So Amanda and I are going again on March 28th. Yeah. We are very excited. Yeah. So don't, don't uh, ask us or don't ask us if we're doing anything on March 28th because we totally are. Yeah. It's my brother's birthday. Sorry, Cole. He doesn't listen to this, so he's never going to hear that. Um, It's okay. None of my family listens to it, I don't think, so. It's fine. That's okay. You know, that's okay. (laughs) It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Um, Yeah, so now that we went down that rabbit hole. Yep. I'm going to take a little bit of a a turn here. Um, So we wanted to, this is kind of a a topic that we wanted, we've been wanting to talk about for a while. I literally could talk about this topic all day. Yeah. I mean, Amanda and I talk about it often with our, like ourselves, because it's just a, it's a hot topic and it's also a very interesting topic and a lot of like a very complex topic. So we're going to be talking about um, body image. Mm -hmm. And honestly, there is absolutely no way that we could talk about we Everything even, with yeah, body Yeah, we can't image. even, like, scratch the surface no. in a 30, 40-minute podcast. Yeah. So we had to kind of just choose kind of a direction to go with it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, potentially do another one down the road. But for we sh- just kind of wanted to start well, the sure conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, body image is, if you know me, even, like, in the slightest, or even if you, like, follow me on Instagram and you don't know me in real life, like... I feel like you know this is like my passion. Mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about body image. I think because like I had <clears throat> such crappy body image like all growing up. Mm-hmm. Always. Like I never ever remember looking in the mirror and being like you're a stunner. I just remember feeling like I mean I've never thought that I was ugly. Like I've always thought that I was like, you know, decent looking, but but for me it was like 
I just always thought I was too fat. And, mm-hmm. like, I look back, like, I remember thinking in high school I was, like, just felt like a cow. And Aww. I look back and I'm like, dude, I was freaking skinny. I know. I was I skinnier than, than I am now. And not that, like, it doesn't matter how big or how small mm-hmm. or anything like that. But, like, I just remember putting my, I think the issue was is that I put myself worth in that. And then mm-hmm. I never, like, I didn't find worth in that because mm-hmm. I never hit that imaginary mark that I thought I should hit. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and what you said about uh, <clears throat> how you look at yourself now and you're like, wow, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I've gained weight. I've, I've gained gotten weight older. since that. But I'm really thankful. I discovered beer and pizza. <laughs> but I'm really thankful because I did the same thing. Like yeah. I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, why were you not grateful for the right. body you had? And But I'm also thankful that I have – like I'm okay with my body now because I have a, I have a better um, mindset on body image now. Totally, and I'm so glad that – I was skinnier then because I I don't think I could have right. handled it no, I think when I was good... young. Like now, yeah. I'm okay with it. I think I'm beautiful, yeah. you know. And but but 18, 17 year old Shelby right. would if I was this weight, I would be very very insecure. Totally, yeah. So I'm just I am thankful for like the gaining weight in college. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and I don't like I mean I'm not super proud of it, but I can I still think I'm beautiful in my own mm-hmm. skin, you know. So yeah, and I think like. Um, just kind of off of that is that everybody sort of has their own thing when they think of body image. And I think you and I have similar kind of ideas where for us it's weight, but for someone else it could be lack thereof. It could be, Mm -hmm. I wish I had, you know, thinner arms. I wish I had, or or yeah, I wish I had clear skin or that I had this color hair that I was taller or like, I wish my nose didn't look like this, like, Mm -hmm. or freckles or whatever it is. I think like. A lot of the times when people think body image, they think like, oh, like, I know at the beginning when body image kind of started to become a thing, like in this, in the media and stuff, like with Megan Trainers, you know, that one song, like, I know size too, like that, yeah. like that line in there. And I think like we, and you mentioned this earlier and that's mm-hmm. something that we wanted to really just put out there at the very beginning of the podcast was that like there's no like body shaming no matter what size or there's no perfect size no there's not no that's exactly the perfect way to put it like there's Mm -hmm. no like I feel like sometimes people tend to overcorrect and to think to swing have the pendulum swing the other way and Mm -hmm. it's like okay well then like really really thin girls are only in the media now we should only put like like thicker girls or whatever and it's like well but then like but somebody really is like thin like, yeah. I remember there was a girl um, who I follow on Instagram, and she had posted about that. And I was like, wow. I And she was self-conscious because she was so thin. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, like we all have that thing. Because, well, we think we – like, I, I – with that person who is really thin, I mean, I would look at her and be like, she is so lucky. Right. You know, like, I, I wish I could look like her. Right. But in on, on her end of things, she's probably, like, wishing she looked, like, more like us. Because right. Because, like, she can't gain right. weight. Right, right. So. And I think, like, the grass – like, that's just so important to remember. And, like, like, for us – I know for me, when I get in the rut of, like, oh, I, like, am this negative thing and I'm this negative thing mm-hmm. and I suck and, like, I'm not good enough and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, it all boils down to, like, I'm not good enough because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Whatever your X, Y, and Z is, like, I think that that's just the lie that we're, we convince ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that the biggest thing is, like, remembering that everybody has that lie and our X, Y, and Zs are going to be different, but, like, we all 
to some extent believe that lie mm-hmm. of I'm not good enough because right. yeah, you know. And I also think it's just so important to remember <clears throat> because you know, you were talking about how you know, there's people who are larger who are proud of being like large, which is wonderful, right. but then also you have to remember the people who are thin and like right. choose to be thin or um, just can't gain weight. Right. Um, and it's just like, important to remember that all sizes are beautiful. Right. Whether you are extremely fit mm-hmm. and fitness is your passion and that's, you know, you love the way you look. That's all what it's all about mm-hmm. is you should like, you should be okay if you, if you weigh more than your neighbor or right. you should, or less, or, or less, you, right. I, all, all of it's beautiful and, and we shouldn't put each other down mm-hmm. based on what makes us feel good about ourselves. Right. You know, like I just think it's, that's what it all comes down to right. is making sure that you are happy with yourself and that you think your inner and outer beauty is. Right. And I think the biggest thing that I've kind of learned because like on my personal kind of like body image journey, like, I mean, that might sound kind of like cliche or whatever, but like, I just look at like high school, Amanda wanted to be, I wanted to look like, like Lauren Conrad. Like to me, that was like the epitome of like, she was thin, she was blonde, Mm -hmm. she was really pretty, she had nice skin, she had great clothes, like she was who I wanted to look like. And I think like in that we lose the fact of like, you were created to look like you, like Mm -hmm. you were made beautiful. And I think too, then, so then that was kind of the first step that I had to learn. Like I was created to look like me. And then I think like, as you continue your body image journey, like you just continue to grow. And I think that now I'm really thankful. I'm at the point of, I think kind of the next step is then thinking about where you derive your self worth from Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be from your looks. Like, and I think that's a fine, like, there's a caveat to that because I think there are a lot of people, myself included, who care about what you look like and that I don't think is inherently a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. like I find joy in, like, putting cute outfits together yeah. or, like, reading fashion blogs and that is okay. Like, that's not a, inherently a bad thing. No. But I think when we then, like, do that and we put our self-worth in, is my outfit cute enough? Am yeah. I thin enough? Is my hair blonde enough? Am I wearing the right makeup? Like, mm-hmm. like when, instead of just knowing that, like, like I think about when you feel your yuckiest, like when mm-hmm. you're sick and you've been in bed and you haven't showered and like, you know that there's like an ungodly amount of germs in your bed. Mm-hmm. Like when you're just really, really gross, like, like you are just as worthy then yeah. of like love and goodness and kindness and all of that. Like you are just as worthy then as you are when you feel your prettiest. Like, That's good, yeah. Like, like it's not a graph where it increases, you know, like your mm-hmm. worth increases when you're wearing the right outfit or like... Right. Like, I think about one of the prettiest... One of the times I have ever felt the most pretty is prom. My senior prom, mm-hmm. like... You did my, look... She, she did look good. Thank you. My dress fit, like, perfectly. My makeup was really pretty. My hair was really pretty. And I think that was one of the times where, like, even now, I have probably felt like the most pretty in my whole life. And Mm -hmm. I think like, like that moment doesn't, that doesn't make, I wasn't more worthy or more loved or more valuable in that moment than I was a few weeks ago when I was laying in bed, you know, crying, watching Age of Adeline at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Definitely. Well, and I, I think it's just, I think about 
just a couple of years ago, honestly, um, that every time I would go to the grocery store, I would need to feel like I needed to put mascara on, mm-hmm. you know, and just like make yourself look a little bit better. And just at the fact that if you see anybody that you knew, totally. And now I think about how many times I just yeah. throw on some sweats and go in. Cause I don't know. I just, I think that also, you know, your self-worth also comes like how you carry yourself and your confidence. And I, I, think that confidence is like a huge thing mm-hmm. um and your confidence rubs off totally um so whether it is so whether you are you know have your makeup done and you're looking bomb or right. that you just roll out of bed right. and you needed to run to the store for a coffee right like if you wear your confidence the exact same way mm-hmm. i guarantee you no one will notice what you look like either right. way right and so i i i think that's the biggest thing is just just enjoying who you are and how you Mm -hmm. said like that, um, we're all made, um, in, in, in God's image. Yeah, totally. Um, and how we, I, I heard this analogy a while ago and I think we was talking, uh, talking to you about like, imagine if, um, you know, God was painting a, painting a picture. Mm, I was just going to bring yeah. this up. I was just talking about this with my eighth grade girls yeah. last night. And it's so good. It's so, yeah. It's 100% relatable because you just think about, so God's painting this image and it's just the most beautiful picture and he's like, you know, showing people how proud he is of mm-hmm. it and then someone just sits there and says like, I don't like that about it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Oh, You should have ch- used a different shade of blue. You should have yeah. picked a different frame. Oh, that doesn't look good. I don't why know why you, you chose to do height? that. And like, could you imagine if someone, if you were so proud about this piece of artwork and then someone just came in and just started tearing it apart mm-hmm. and how, and that's what we do to ourselves right. is like, you know, God made us, us right? and how, and he created us the, the exact way he wanted mm-hmm. us to be. And I just can't imagine like how I'm making him feel when I'm like, God, what's with the eyebrows? Yeah. You know, what's with the gaining weight? I was thin when I was right. younger. What's <laughs> going on? You know? And I can't imagine how like, like makes him feel. Right. You know? Totally. So. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that something so important to remember is that just like you said, we wouldn't speak that way to God. Like we also shouldn't speak that way to ourselves because mm-hmm. like I saw this, this dove commercial and like, if you are in the body image sphere, like on Instagram or anything at all, like, um, or body it's, if you look up the hashtag BOPO, B-O-P-O, it's body positivity. And that's like where I, I follow a lot of like BOPO people. And, um, and in this dub commercial, there's these two girls and they're like sitting across from each other. And like, there's like a voiceover that says like, these two girls have like written all the negative things out that they think about themselves. And then like, they say it to each other. And so it would be like, Shelby, like if I sat across from you and I was like, your butt is really flat and (laughs) you have some really bad acne on your chin and you like your arms are getting really flabby. Wow. Like, like that, I would never sit and say that to you. Mm -hmm. Like, and I shouldn't ever, ever think those things to myself. Yeah. Because like the other thing too, that I've really just been thinking about is like, I think about how much you talk like and when I say you I'm, I'm like including myself but like how much we talk down and talk crap about ourselves yeah and then you just like get in a rut and I've been there like where you are just like I don't even I don't even want to go outside because I look so bad and blah 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 and like but then th- I just think about how much time we've like wasted 
just feeling like crap because we talk about crap about ourselves. You know, like, it's just this, like, spiraling, like, and there are so many problems in the world. Like, if Mm -hmm. we just, like, there are bigger problems in the world than me worrying about that my butt's flat. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I can just, with all of that energy that I'm, like, wasting, not wasting, but, but, yeah, wasting, like, thinking bad things about myself, I could get so much, I could be a world changer. Yeah, and I I also think about all those negative things that we think about ourselves. If you were to ask someone if they noticed any of those things. Oh, right. 100% no. No. So it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy because like if, if other people can't notice, why does it matter so much? Right. Like why does it matter that when you look microscopically, mm-hmm. I don't like the way my skin looks, who's looking at right. you like two mil- millimeters away from your face? Right. No you one know? is. Like it's, it's just, we, we have this, we, we give ourselves this like unimaginable, realistic. unrealistic yeah. um, level of expectation right. that what we're supposed to look like that is never going to be achievable because right. the things because that, it's not real. Well, and the things that we want to change are, are part of us, right? you know? So, right. um, but yeah, so like we were also talking about, um, you know, you had mentioned the Dove commercials mm-hmm. and we were just talking about yeah. like advertising um, and how... Honestly, you were talking about this because we we started to see a shift in the mm-hmm. last couple of years about how the media has perceived body image, and I think that we're going in the right direction. Totally. Um. So I think it started out, you know, I people started kind of pointing out mm-hmm. um, the fact that there's only kind of one kind of woman that right, is... Right, that's portrayed. Yeah, and one kind of man. Like, right. a man has to be, have these chiseled abs, mm-hmm. has to be all oily, which yeah. that never is a th- ever and a that, thing. And that, like, is gross. Like, if you touch someone that was oily, you'd be yeah. like, get... Ugh, but like, take a shower. But all the magazines, like, right. have these oily, like, ripped men on them. I'm right. like, when are they ever oily? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's what you took away from it. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's just, it's hard because it's putting this like unrealistic expectation in right. your mind. Well, like in, like kind of, like kind of on the oily topic, like, which is, <laughs> which is random, but like, like you notice in any kind of advertising when they show pictures of like a skirt or like shorts, the girls' legs are so smooth and you're like, what amount of lotion did you use Seriously. to get that? Because like, I would like to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Why brand are you? That cannot be Bath and Body Works. How are you getting that close of a shave? Yeah. <laughs> that's a real question. Yeah. But no, I think that's so true. And I think like um, we were kind of talking about the cultural shift and, mm-hmm. and how I have been really impressed with, I mean, I feel like one of the leaders is like airy, you know, mm-hmm. like they have, and I love, the new trend of, not trend, but the new shift, because trends go away, but I'm going to say cultural shift of, like, showing people of all abilities. Yeah. And with things that you don't see, like, like there was one girl um, in the, I was just actually looking at American Eagle, they were having a sale, and I was looking <laughs> on their website, and there was a girl who had, like, a diabetes pump, like, oh, just yeah. clipped on her pants, and I was like, that is awesome, and, like... You can get American Girl dolls that, like, you can get, um, like, oh, little saw, stickers yeah. and scars and stuff. Or, like, like if someone had cancer, like, you can get, like, a American Girl doll without hair. Yeah. And I just, like... That's good. Or in a wheelchair. Cool. And I just, like... And I think it was um, Ralph... Oh, I'm, I could be wrong on this. Um, I'm going to have to fact check myself. But 
one of the big companies was making a line of clothes that's easier for kids with disabilities to get in and out of. So like, oh. which you would just never think of like yeah. using snaps instead of vel or snaps and Velcro instead of like zippers and like buttons and stuff yeah. like that to where, and like making them fit differently for kids that are in wheelchairs versus, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I want to say that maybe even Target, um, is doing that way too. I, I totally remember hearing that. Yeah, it was. I just looked it up, and it was Target um, that has adaptive clothing for special needs kids. That's really cool. Yeah, and it's just awesome. Like, well, and it's like like you said, it's it's something that we never had to think about. You right. Know? But and that, but someone else does have to think right, about that. exactly. And yeah. so it's just I, I I love that. That is just so cool. And with also with the um, the Airy campaign is I love that, especially, like, the one that I identify with a little bit more is um, the women that are on there that are just, like, a little bit bigger right. than, like, the skinny girl. And I, like, yeah. Like we talked about this in the past on our podcast about how, um, like, one of my favorite bloggers, um, she's been showing her outfits or her, her clothing line in mm-hmm. different shaped people. Yeah. And I really like that because I just love the fact that I can see how it'll fit on me. Right. So. Well, and that's something that I'm... I'm just so surprised that, and my mom and I have talked about this for like a million years, but I'm just always surprised that companies don't put out a bunch of sizes and then show a bunch of models, like, because they would do so much more business. Like if you offered size zero through 45, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know even what, how big sizes go, but you know, like however big you can go, like, and however small you can go, you know, like... Or, like, I look at, like, even, and this is not nearly as important as clothes for kids with special needs, but, like, like I'm I'm short. Mm-hmm. And, like, even short jeans are still kind of can be too long on mm-hmm. me. Like, like, why not just do it? Like, how guys' pants are. It's like, oh, I'm at 32, 32, and it's right. like, okay, fine, at 32, 30, you know, or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do it like that and just take yeah. out... The, the negative connotation of, oh, I'm a small, oh, I'm a medium, oh, I'm a large, like, you know, or whatever. Right. right. Well, and, like, also with sizing um, is, you, like, assuming that if you go up a size, will your arms go, like, grow a half oh a foot? Oh, my gosh, Or yes. they make it, like, extremely large. Like, like I, you were talking about how you're short, uh, how, how you struggled, like, find, like, planes. Right. I think about, like, how I'm tall and I have a taller torso. And so things need to be longer on me. And when I go up a size, everything gets gigantic on me. And it's like very weirdly, um, proportionate. Like as you go up, like they assume that, oh, since you're going up a size, you also gained like three inches in your arms and you know, you gained like five inches in your waist, which is not always the case. Right. But I also understand like, what are they going to do to... Right. So it's like, I mean, I guess maybe that's an unrealistic expectation, but I just think about that where it's hard to find clothes that are going to fit everybody. Right. Well, and I think like, I don't know. I just like, you know, in the movie, um, The Intern with Anne Hathaway, uh-huh. how like, I just love, I know it's obviously like a fake movie, Gosh, but... I love that movie I do too. So that's much. one of my mom's favorite movies. I, I cried in that movie. That's such... I do too. Mm-hmm. Um... I, it's very odd to me how um, Durs from the office, or from, not the office, from um, Workaholics is in there in like a serious... Who does he play? The I, husband. Anne Hathaway's uh, husband. He's in Workaholics? 
Yeah, that's his name is Durs. Didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's like, watch that movie and then watch an episode of Workaholics because it's like, completely oh, different people. Because he is the most, there's three guys in Workaholics and he is the most like, kind of straight lace. Well, not straight lace, but like most serious kind of get to work them. out of all three yeah. of them. But like, nonetheless, he, it's just very odd. That was a very random tangent. But, um, and I think like you and I were talking about this earlier, but that it's just so important to realize that. We're not alone. No. And I think that one of the biggest, like, for, like, I'm thinking of people that maybe are just learning about body image or maybe this is, like, one of the first things or they're not sure kind of what step to take or maybe it sounds like, yeah, it would be great if I could feel good about my body, but Mm -hmm. I don't know where to start. Like, I think even just the first step would be knowing, like, you're not alone. No. Like, there are so many, probably I would say the majority of people probably feel like crap about themselves. Everybody has one thing, at at least. Right. And even if it's like, oh, I don't have as, like, good of clothes. Even if it's not necessarily, like, about you directly. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I don't have as good of clothes or I don't have this or I don't have that or whatever. Like, I think that just remembering that you're not alone and just, like, finding, I know for me something really powerful was, like, finding the women on Instagram that like, like I've talked about her in a podcast before, but body posy Panda, Mm -hmm. who's my, like, I think my favorite Bopo person, like finding people like that, that you admire and are wise and have gone there, like follow them and learn from Mm -hmm. them. Right. Like there's no class that you can take on. Well, actually that's probably not true. I'm sure there is a class you could take, but you know, there's no like class that you take in high school about body body positivity and loving yourself like you have to do the work yourself yeah you know and so find those people that you admire on instagram and yeah and follow them and and see what they do and try and do that you know i the same girl body posy panda um her name is megan crab um that's her real name her real name is not body posy panda (laughs) believe it or not um but she was talking about how like we as soon as we get out of the shower, we, like, put a towel on and we, like, don't look at ourselves. And she was, like, how can you even be alone? Like, you can't even be alone with yourself. Like, yeah. that's how disgusted we are at our bodies. And it's, like, mm-hmm. the first step would just be, like, walk around your apartment naked. And, you yeah. know, like, just be okay with the fact of, like, you have a body and it's not perfect. You right, know? And right. that was something that was, like, wow. Like, little tangible things of things that you can actually do. Not, like, okay, now the first step is just accept everything about yourself and love yourself. <laughs> You know, like, do, yeah. like, small, tangible things. And, right. And and it'll take years and years, but slowly you'll get there, you know. Yeah, and I just think it's important to find the uh, me-toos. Yeah. With every, like, with, with, with your friends, um, with your peers. And especially kind of with, like, for me, I'm a very open person. And I tend to just kind of talk about things. I've learned to just talk about it mm-hmm. because... When you, when you just talk about it, you find out that you're not the only one who struggles with it. Right. And um, not like I'm going to get in detail or anything, but there's like the gross things that no right. one talks about. Right. And it happens with men. It happens with women. And men probably don't talk about it as much. Yeah, but they probably should. They you know? should. And, but when, I mean, I think about the countless things I've asked Amanda about. Yeah. When you're like, and, hey, I have X, Y, and Z. Uh, is that normal? And you're like, oh, totally. That's yeah. happened to me before. And or, you're like, oh, thank exactly. goodness. Exactly. And you just yeah. have those like little things where <clears throat> you're like, oh, this is so, this is so gross. This is so weird. But then weird. when you tell your best friend, they're like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's Yeah. And then you're gross. like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just think it's really important. Like, 
Um, like to find those people and, and to find, yeah. And to just have those conversations, you know, and just be open about it. Yeah. And I think like something that's really cool is, is I never really learned that until I was friends with you and Shelby, you are Shelby, you and Shannon (laughs) and Jenny, like, like our little trio, that was the first time that I felt like I could really just be like, this is all of who I am. And you guys are like, okay. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like, oh, yeah. you should change, you know, and, and I think too, the part of that just comes with maturity, right? Of yeah. like, when you get older, like those kind of friendships, that's what you desire more than. Right. But. And it's, it's, it's also interesting and cool to talk about body image now, just because, I mean, I still have body image issues still, but I have come a long way. Yeah. And I, I like the way I look. Yeah. And I like the way I dress and I like the way I do my hair and like, that's just that's so much farther than I where I used to be. Yeah. Um. And so I just think that's just really important to remember that yeah. even if you're still struggling with something, mm-hmm. to remember what it used to be like. Yeah. You know, because um, something has gotten better. Right. You know. And I actually, I'm glad that you brought that up again because I wanted to mention this earlier, but I forgot. But on my timeline the other day, it popped up that video that you did. Um. Like Brianna shot it for you. It was oh. like when we I lived love in the house. Me. Yeah. It was that and. <laughs> So, like, to give some background, our junior year of college, I think it was, or, like, mm-hmm. like the end of our junior year of college, Shelby did this, like, challenge for herself, and she was like, I'm going to try not to wear makeup for a week. And I literally remember thinking at the time, not that I don't believe you, but I was like, I don't think she's going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. I really thought you would go maybe one or two days, and then you would be self-conscious and and have to put makeup on again. And we all have that thing, so mm-hmm. that's, like, that's yeah. not me, like, being no, I know. You, but, uh, but I really did, I remember thinking that, and then, like, you went a week, and you were like... We did kind of like a follow-up interview almost, and mm-hmm. we were like, so what, like, what did you learn? How do you feel? And you were like, I feel really good. You were like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still going to wear makeup, but like, I now know that I don't need it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing to remember is yeah. you don't need it. And I, but like, but I wanted to say kind of like on the, like your journey specifically, like I, I honestly was thinking about this the other day because I was like. When I sit next to you, like, you don't really ever wear makeup anymore. No. And, like, I was just thinking about that, how it went from, like, you would put on, like, your face, like, what put is Put on the fa- my face. What is the face yeah. stuff called? <laughs> Foundation. Foundation. Like, you would put on, like, foundation, and you'd put on, like, mascara for sure. You usually Tons would do mascara. eyeliner, mm-hmm. like, not eyeliner usually, but, like, eyeshadow. And, like, yeah. like now... I mean, I'm looking at you, and I don't think you have any makeup I'm not on, wearing right? makeup today, no. Like, your eyelashes look stellar. Shout out to oh, Lethal nice. Lash Beauty. Yeah. Um, but, like, but like, I just think that, I don't know, I was just thinking about that, and I was just thinking about how proud I am of you. Aww. Like, not to get, like, sappy, but, like, seriously, like, how, like, really, how proud I am of you. Thank that, you. like, okay, I don't know why I'm all of a sudden getting oh. tears in my eyes. <laughs> That's weird. Um, but, like, seriously, just, like, how proud I am of you because I know that was, like, such a struggle for you. And, like you said, like, looking back, that was, like, what, three and a half years ago. But, like, yeah. and that's a long time, but you've learned that. So imagine where you're going to be in another three and a half years. Yeah. And, like, I've just listened to, like, so many women who are, like, over the age of 30 and they're, like, you kind of get out of your 20s and you're, like, just over it. Like, you yeah. don't worry about it as much anymore. And right. I used to, like, dread getting older. Like, when mm. I... I remember the night before my 23rd birthday, I literally cried because I was like, it's all downhill from here. Not a Taylor <laughs> Swift song anymore. And, like, now I'm excited to get older because I just feel like every year you gain more wisdom and you're more okay with yourself mm. and, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I could sit and talk about body image all but day. But, like, I, <laughs> I... On that note, um, like my reflection of you and how far you've come. Like I, I think about 
you know, and I'm just going to be totally open. You, you all, like constantly, I would, you would try on thousands of outfits mm-hmm. and I would think you would look good in every single one of them mm-hmm. because you did. And you would just look at yourself and say, I look so fat. Mm-hmm. You would like, you, it was like a constant thing. And mm-hmm. I, it just broke my heart every single time that she would say that just because she didn't look fat. Mm-hmm. And, but that, that was the perception she had of herself. And I think about now where like, we all still do that. Totally. Like, but right. now it's just like you stand and it, sometimes it takes a little bit mm-hmm. and then you realize you're like, I actually look good, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. and I think that just shows your growth about like how, you know, you do look good. Mm-hmm. Like you are beautiful and it right. doesn't matter if you gained five pounds here or there, right. you know? And I just yeah. think that's just so cool that you can kind of see yourself for like who you are, mm-hmm. um, rather than like, or, or, you know, how you, you don't have those constant thoughts of like, well, I need to go work out for three mm-hmm. hours, you know, because I know you would get in those, those moods where you're like, well, I'm going to the gym and never coming back, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, yeah. it's, it's like going, there's nothing wrong with going to the gym, but at the same time you shouldn't feel like that's right. like you need to like go Like you to should the gym. go to the gym because you want to right. work off steam, not because you have a goal of an amount of weight. Yeah. And I think... I think with everything, there's like a... Thank you. That was really nice of yeah. you to say. I think with everything, there's like a gray, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong way to do. I think it's just your mentality and yeah. where you're deriving your worth from. I agree. I think it like just boils down to that. 100%. And and just like I said at the beginning of the podcast, is confidence. Right. You know, if you have confidence, right. that will reflect on others. Well, and if you know that your worth is coming from how kind you are, how, you know, like... Not even that. It, just knowing you you can literally be sleeping and you're worthy of love. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that I think God has been teaching me this last year of, like, I literally, I'm such a, like, a doer. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and my, my Enneagram is a two, so I'm a helper. And so I feel like I'm not useful if I'm not helping or making a difference or doing something. Mm-hmm. And, like, like I feel like God has been teaching me, like, like, that's important, but... I can just literally, I don't have to do any of that to be worthy. Yeah. Like, to not find my worth in the things that I do. I literally mm-hmm. can just, like, be sitting here and I'm worthy of love. You know, 100%. and stuff like that. Yeah. And anyway, I, I could talk about body image all day. I usually do talk about yeah. body image. I like to step up on my soapbox. <laughs> and when we talk about body image, I kind well, of I live there. It's really important to talk about and to keep the conversation alive and on fire because... You know, like with the media and, you know, we're just going in the right direction. It's like one thing that with, with everything that's going on in our world, I feel like this is a really good positive thing. Mm -hmm. We're all taking a good step forward Mm -hmm. and it's just to remember, you know, like you are beautiful. Yeah. 100% gorgeous and Mm -hmm. you do not need to change a thing about yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you do change something about yourself, know that you don't have to. Right. You know, so... I, you know, so I think that's just the one biggest takeaway is just like, look at yourself in the mirror and instead of pointing out all the bad things that you don't like, point out all the good things and Mm -hmm. don't even address the negatives. They don't even, they shouldn't even get the light of day, you Mm -hmm. know, just focus on the good things, you know, and if there's something of that you're looking at and you know, you see you, cause immediately you go to the flaws Mm -hmm. And if you, if you think about the flaws, don't say it out loud. Just immediately think of something that's good mm-hmm. and say it out loud to yourself. Yeah, and I, I like it's, it, it seems kind of funny at first, but if I do that often now, as I look at myself and I'm like, you know what? I love my eyebrows, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. or I love my, my <clears throat> complexion. And right. like, I think it's just good to remind yourself, right. um, how beautiful you are. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I think something just off of that and 
is that what I've learned too is when I get that really negative loop in my head of like, you suck, you look fat today, yeah. like all of that, like I literally will just say, stop. Yeah. And there, honestly, most times it's the narrative in my head stops. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you have to consciously be like, Amanda, stop saying that about yourself. Yeah, like and shake then, yourself. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and then it's like, oh, and it like almost like snaps you out of it. Right. You know? Right. But. So. Well, I mean, I'm sure that we, I love talking about body image. I think that because I feel like we all have those things that we've always struggled with. Mm-hmm. And then as you're working through it and you're learning things, like that's like your calling in life. Like your struggles are meant to be your calling kind yeah. of in a way where it's like, then you can share out about that. Right. And, and it's and a I, passionate subject. Yeah. So. Not for me. I don't like it very much. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I think that that's, I'm sure that we'll talk again about yeah. body image and... With that, I say, cue the music. What have you been buzzing about this week, Shelby? Okay, so I have been buzzing about um, these Topshop jeans. Mm -hmm. And she could not figure out what to say for this. And then she was like, I just don't know what I'm buzzing about this week. As she's talking to Holly about these jeans she's about to tell you guys about. (laughs) And I'm like, Shelby, you're buzzing about those jeans. That's the third time I've heard you talk about them this week. Yeah. So basically, if you've ever tried Topshop jeans, you should. And You're like a believer. I am a believer. Better than a bubbleber. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm like a top lieber. Oh. Okay, that was weird. That was too far. Anyways. So I I struggle with finding jeans that just fit me and Mm -hmm. that I... I'm all about that high rise. I yeah. I want that perfect. L- oh no! Sorry, guys. Chad was calling. Um, but basically, these jeans are the perfect length, um, the perfect um, fit. Fit and high waisted. They are. Yep. Because I just like to conceal it all. You know, it just And you know what? They're so much more comfortable. They're so much more comfortable. And, you know, I used to be all about those low-rise jeans growing up, and I have absolutely not a clue why. Oh, it was just a bad fashion trend. It just, it's super uncomfortable, and if your jeans sit right on your hip bone and you sit down. It's just, they cut into you. It's uncomfy. Yes, it's so uncomfortable. So these Topshop jeans are amazing. I, Chad and I are headed to Whistler. Next weekend, and I told him while we're obviously going to... For anniversary. For our anniversary or when you're winning your Um, But I was like, well, we're making a pit stop at Topshop in <laughs> Canada because it's cheaper to buy them there. And yeah. they actually have an actual Topshop there, not just in Nordstrom up here. And, um, but anyways, Bree Shepard, one of the blockers that I follow, posted on Instagram that these exact Topshop jeans that are the ones that I love, the Jamie... We're on sale. These certain ripped ones were on sale for $20. They usually retail for $75. Have absolutely no idea. It was just this one wash. So I think that maybe they just like had an abundant amount that they yeah. just needed to kind of go through. Um, and they are a little more springy. Yes. And so I immediately, it was the first really ever cute. item that I bought on a swipe up link. Good job. So anyways, if you need some good, solid, everyday jeans that fit really well, Go for the Jamie at Topshop. Good to know. Yeah. That's so, awesome. what about you? What's been going on with you, and what are you buzzing about? Oh man. Um, funny that you should ask. <laughs> I so 
I think probably our listeners know that I love to read, would oh, be yeah. my guess. Um, and I've been reading this book called Daughters of the Lake. It's by Wendy Webb. And it's this, <clears throat> I have also been buzzing about Kindle first reads. And if uh, you're a, my mom actually told this to me. Um, but if you're a Amazon Prime member, mm-hmm. then you have, you have to sign up for this Kindle first reads um, by basically just like entering in your email address. But you get brand new books. There are six or seven or eight brand new books that they will send to you and that you can pick one of them to download for free. Oh, cool. And you get to keep it. Like it's not a rental thing. Like you oh, get to keep it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so I just, the first one that I picked for October was, um, this Daughters of the Lake book, and it's really, it's very hard to describe. I was telling Shelby about it on Marco Polo, and I'm sure she was, like, deadly bored because... <laughs> no, it was actually really interesting. Um, it was just a long synopsis. It, it was, and I, I apologize for that. Um, but this is, um, apparently, I guess, by the lady that wrote Wrinkle in Time. I didn't realize. Oh. Yeah, I just looked that up. It's a very popular book. Yeah, I didn't know this. Um, but anyway, so basically, just the, like, kind of synopsis is, at the end of her marriage, Kate Granger has... Retreated to her parents' home on Lake Superior to pull herself together, only to discover the body of a murdered woman has washed into the shallows. Oh, gosh. Tucked into the folds of the woman's curiously vintage gown is an infant as cold and at peace as its mother. No one can identify the woman except for Kate, because she's seen her before in her dreams. 100 years ago, a love story ended in tragedy, and its mysteries are still left unsolved. It's time for the lake to give up its secrets. As each mystery unravels, it pulls Kate deeper into the eddy of a haunting folktale that has been handed down in the whispers over generations. Now Mm. it's Kate's turn to listen. As the drowned woman reaches out from the grave, Kate reaches back. They must come together, if only in dreams, to right the sinister wrongs of the past. And it is so... Good. It is so good. How long did it take you to finish that book? Um, well, I'm not finished yet. I'm okay. like 85% of the way done. Um, but it probably took me maybe like three or four hours to get 80% of the way through. Oh my goodness. Amanda reads so <laughs> ridiculously fast. Yeah, I do read pretty fast. And, and I love reading. And also, um, she has this thing. She's been doing it for two years now. This is the second year. About your, how many books in a year? Um, well, last year I read 52 books in a year, which was oh, that's a book right. a, it, it was, didn't actually happen a book a week, but it, it equaled out to a book a week. Um, and then this year I, my goal was just 50 because honestly okay. those last two last year in December, it was like <laughs> Christmas Eve and I was like, crap, I've got like three more books to read. <laughs> so this year it's just 50. I'm yeah. at 36, I think. But you got it. That's okay. 14 more in two you months. You also have some solid breaks coming up. Yeah. And on your breaks, I feel like that's you do a lot of reading. I do. Usually when I'm home for break, I can yeah. read a book in a day yeah. pretty easily. My goal is over, I think this is really setting it high, but over Thanksgiving break, my goal is to read four books. Wow. Yeah. Thanksgiving break's only like four days long. I know. That's a book a day. I can do that. All right. We'll see. Well, I can't wait to hear which ones you decide to read. Yeah, I'm really excited. The other book that I'm buzzing about, which I found at the dollar store today, and I literally can't even believe it, um, it's called The Careful Undressing of Love, um, and it's by Corey Ann Haydu, and um, it's this... I'll just read you the synopsis. It says... Um, everyone in Brooklyn knows Devonier Street girls are different. They're the ones that you shouldn't fall in love with because 
of the curse, the ones who can get you killed. Lorna Ryder is a Devonier Street girl, and for years, paying lip service to the curse has been a small price for living in the neighborhood full of memories of her father, one of the thousands killed in the five years after the 2001 Times Square bombing, blah, blah, blah. Um, then her best friend's boyfriend is killed, and suddenly the city, the city is paralyzed by the dread of another terrorist attack. Um... Anyways, it's just these girls that live on the street that's, like, supposedly that whoever falls in love with these girls on a street on this street will die within five years. Oh. And that curse, like, the the curse, quote-unquote, is, like, kind of held up, but they don't really know if it's a curse. And anyways, they're, it's, a, it's a similar genre to the book I'm reading right now. Okay. Anyway, so that, those would be my, that's what I'm buzzing about. Interesting. So. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, I guess that's... That wraps it up for today, yeah. That kind of wraps it up. Uh, we wanted to give a um, a special shout-out and thank you to our producer, um, Jay. Yeah. He is wonderful, and he is... He saved our butts a couple times. Yeah. Like, Tuesday night, I'm like, Jay, I forgot to send you the podcast. Can you make the sound sound good? He got it to us by midnight. Yeah, so, so Jay, thank you so much. He rocks, so... Um, but hope you guys have a great week and we will see you. The next time we'll see you is the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Crazy. That you'll hear us. We won't really see you, but okay. (laughs) Well, have a great week, you guys. All right. See you later.